The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Federal Football Report. He's Kevin Stanfield on Twitter at Stanfield Kevin. I'm Claude Jennings on Twitter at Claude J Radio. We're going to emphasize the federal in the Federal Football Report on this show. Normally, we emphasize the football. We're going to do some federal uh, 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 stuff today. Uh, Kevin, the inauguration of uh, the 46th president of the United States, uh, one Joe Biden, and then also Vice President uh, Kamala Harris, uh, happened uh, yesterday. It was yesterday as we're recording this on Thursday, the uh, 20th. First, it happened on January 20th uh, against everyone's wishes, including the mayor of Washington, D.C. and Joe Biden. You still went downtown <laughs> to experience everything. <laughs> let's go. Ahead, let's go to our D.C. Uh, political correspondent, Kevin Stanfield. How was it down there? And thank God you didn't get shot. <laughs> Since you put it like that, I'm sort of like, sorry, America, that I did it. Like, I was, here's, what, here's what got me. Here, here's what. This was my motivation. I mean, the mayor said, don't come. And, right, and, right, okay. right. And my wife well, was like, what in the world is Kevin doing? I said, hey, well, man, he's got to go protect like his this. city. We, we must you, protect this house. That's exactly right. <laughs> Bottom line. My wife said, why are you going down there? And I said, we can't let the bad guys win. That, mm-hmm. That's my point. You know, their whole, everything they do is based on fear, right? That's what terrorists do. They want you to be afraid. They want your feelings to be a direct result of their actions. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't let that happen, especially after the way the uh, insurrection went down. And, you know, some poor soul lost their life. But other than that, there were no heads busted. There was no macing except for the bad guys. There was no hoses or dogs put on these mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. They suffered mm-hmm. no repercussions at all. And so I said, if they shut the city down, we're pretty much letting them win. They're saying that we're afraid to come down there. And I could not let that happen. I said, mm-hmm. you know, I know the mayor, if you if you go back and listen to her request, she was requesting that people not come. She said, we're asking everybody to stay home. We're asking you not to travel. Well, sure, you can ask. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was that little deterrent of them closing all the bridges on this part of the town. Now, mm-hmm. interestingly, this was an interesting thing. I had a plan. You know, I have a, a motorcycle. I was going to go right. and not know what was closed down, but I figured it would be easier for me to stash the bike at a mm-hmm. strategic location uh, you know, in case I had to make a quick getaway. <laughs> and <laughs> it'd be easy then for me to find the parking space. Right. And then the two things changed that. The weather, it got, I don't ride if it's below 40. That's, that mm-hmm. just doesn't make yeah, sense. I mean, not, you got, no, you can yeah. put like long johns and all that stuff on, but no, it's too cold, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on uh, today being Thursday, on Tuesday, they announced that they were closing all the Southeast bridges. Now, you people who right. are around the country don't realize this. Washington, you know, you've heard the expression across the tracks. Mm-hmm. Well, in Washington, we don't have the tracks. We have a river, the Anacostia <laughs> River that, mm-hmm. that, uh, that uh, so separates like civilization from my part of town. <laughs> right? You know, so there, there were three bridges uh, from this part of town to the main part of town where the capital is, the, the, um, 
the Whitney Young, the South Carolina Street Bridge, uh, the 11th Street Bridge, one of them, and the Sousa Bridge, right? I don't know now, which one is which. this is something important, right? too, that you're, that you're mentioning here, and, and I just want to interrupt real quick, is that because a lot of people who may not be from here uh, don't understand the fact that when you sit there and say, you know, Washington, Washington, a lot of them just think Capitol Hill. Washington, right. D.C., D.C. is different from Capitol Hill. There are people Much. who live here, people who <laughs> were born here, who lived here their whole lives, raised their family here, sometimes move out to the suburbs. Both of us were born in D.C., uh, D.C. people, but moved to Mer- parts of Maryland that are close to D.C., you know, and so right. um, and, and, and so we all consider this like the, the hell part of D.C. And so I'm just saying that when they, they think, a lot of people say, oh, there's so much uh, drama and division in Washington. No, you're talking about Capitol Hill. Washington is such a political town. No, you're talking about Capitol Hill. You're not talking about right. D.C. Not, not, not my part of town. Yeah, we you don't know, argue about so politics in D.C. because we're all Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a while. That's true. That's true. Uh, there was no a wild division. <laughs> yeah, no division at all. There was a while in, in, in my part of town, across the river, as we put it, that there was not one sit-down restaurant on this side of the river at all, mm. period, you know, mm. right? You know, mm-hmm. gentrification being what it is, that might be changing a little bit. And oh, yeah. and I will say that from my side of the river, you can see uh, the monument. You can of see course. the Capitol, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a river in between you, though. It reminds mm-hmm. me of, you saw the Batman movie, uh, Batman, Last Batman, whatever the name of the movie was, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, the Dark Knight Rises, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when uh, the bad guy, Bane, uh, put bomb, he was going to blow up the city, but he, he put guards on all the bridges so that people couldn't leave town, right? right. It was the same right. thing. I, I twittered, I twittered it. I twittered it. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, we're a, we're a Bane and an atomic bomb short from being in the Batman movie right That's now. Right. That's right. Because the mayor said, we're closing all the bridges, right? So I said, well, I looked and I studied the, my game plan. And I didn't want to tweet this because I know the bad guys might be following me. And I didn't want to give them any ideas because yeah, they're, they're just, definitely they're, following you. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not smart enough to come up with the stuff on their own, right? Right. <laughs> and, and I looked at the subway station, the, and, and, and half of the subway stations in the city were closed, just shut yep. down. Yep. They don't care if people had to go to work or not. They were just shut down. But I looked, and I noticed that the one at the Navy Yard was open, huh. and, which was interesting. That's the one that services uh, Nass Park, and it's only about two miles from the Capitol. And mm-hmm. I said, well, if I can't ride the, the bike down, I'll just ride over to the subway station, jump on the subway, get off at the Navy Yard and walk. But mm-hmm. again, going with the premise that they're not telling everybody that the city is closed. They're asking you not to come not down. To get, right. I wake up yesterday morning and they said that they opened the bridges back up. Mm-hmm. They said open to, <laughs> there's a side note to this one too, open to everything but commercial traffic. Ah. Okay. Okay. I said, well, I can live with that. Then I'll go back with my game, my original game plan. I'm just going to drive, park, and see how close I can get. Mm-hmm. So I'm headed down. I head down, you know, uh, the uh, swearing in was going to be around 1130. I figured I'd go down maybe a little bit before 10 just mm-hmm. to scope things out. There's no traffic. No traffic. Oh, I, yeah, I bet. I bet. No one <laughs> I thought school. everything was going to be backed up, you know? Nothing. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, now, okay, being on my part of town, people act a little bit differently, right? <laughs> there was a, a U-Haul truck, like three cars ahead of me as I was about to get on the bridge, across the bridge, coming to the city. So the police pulled it over, right? It was, you know, it was blocking traffic, so it was like three cars have to wait. People behind me started blowing the horn. Of course, of course. That's what they're we mad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said, don't you all understand what's happening here? Then, <laughs> then people start actually going on the shoulder, going around the police car. <laughs> I said, now, if there's any uh, opportunity for the police to just blast you, right? Mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. it, right? You know, because of all the security measures. But the police realizing that he's blocking Southeast D.C., 
He told them to go. Yeah, okay, I waited. Go right ahead. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, I waited. Mm-hmm. Everybody wasn't taking no that one's chance. Block Southeast, man. Yeah, I wasn't going to be a statistic, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> so I go across the bridge. There's only two cars on the bridge because everybody else just shot past me. I park at the closest feasible spot, which is, I don't know if you're familiar with the area, but right at the base of the South Capitol Street Bridge, uh, passing that spark, there's a basketball mm-hmm. court I used to yep. frequent, right at, at, as you take the exit from the freeway. Mm-hmm. Nobody is parked. <laughs> I checked and they're all parking restrictions were lifted. There's uh-huh. no meters you can park for free. There were like two cars in a block radius, a, a block's <laughs> distance. I said, this is a setup. This is too easy. Mm-hmm. And I proceeded to walk up the approximate uh, eight blocks from there to the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Nobody on the street, not wow. a soul. Wow. <laughs> wow. It looked like I could have been an I am legend. It was, <laughs> it was nothing happening. <laughs> so as I approached Capitol Hill, I'm for saying- the first, I'm, well, look, For the first hour of this, of this movie, you didn't talk to anyone because you didn't see anybody. That's, that's right, that's right. The only, one I, only thing I needed was the German Shepherd. I've been all set, right? You know? But, I, I get to the place where I, I start seeing the, the vehicle blockades, right? And it's still like, it's a ghost town and all the streets that pour out. I'm on South Capitol Street going into Washington Avenue, which actually goes into Independence Avenue at the base of the Capitol, right? Mm-hmm. I can see the Capitol from the time I parked my car to all through my walk. I'm looking right at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Nobody out there. So I get to the point where I start seeing the vehicle barricades and the barbed wire along the fences and mm-hmm. begin to see the troops, mm-hmm. right? So I, I walked to one barricade um, and it was police and National Guard there. And I was talking to them and they couldn't have been any nicer. Well, they learned All two weeks ago them. that you're, they learned two weeks ago that you're a black man. You're not a threat to the country. <laughs> it, was the, it, was the, it was the white people yeah, breaking into the Capitol. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're not worried about you, sir. You go right ahead. <laughs> my, how things have changed in two weeks. They weren't concerned that you, with you at all. Oh, it's just a black man walking down D.C. I was stunned. I was stunned, man. (laughs) So they told me, I said, and here's what I tried to do. I flashed, I had my WTOP uh, radio ID uh, just in case. And Mm -hmm. I I just asked him, I said, uh, I said, uh, you know, I just want to just walk man. Let me tell you. (laughs) Very very much so. With me everywhere I go. That's true. I told, I told the uh, I told the uh, National Guard officer. I said, "Look, um, I just want to do a story, we're walking around and see how far we can walk." He said, "Well, actually, the press interest is like way down there, <laughs> right? Okay. You know." And mm-hmm. I said, "It's cold. I'm not going way down there." He said, "Well, just walk around the perimeter of the fence, and you'll be cool." Now we're we're about two blocks from the Capitol now. Okay, so you're close. I'm very close. So I'm yeah. walking. By this time, I see one more person walking a dog. <laughs> right, so it's me, this other person, this dog, mm-hmm. and about a hundred national guardsmen and about fifty cops. Mm-hmm. Right? Nobody. <laughs> so I said, "Well, cool." So I'm walking and I'm talking. You know, I'm a veteran. And I'm talking to the troops, letting them know how much I appreciate them and I, I respect mm-hmm. what they're doing. And I, you know, I appreciate the sacrifice. Look some of them this. said thank you. Mm-hmm. Some of them said, "Man, it's cold out here." <laughs> <laughs> and some of them just gave me that look, like I would have done, right? You know, mm-hmm. if I was in the military. But they, they were, you know, and I got, you know, like I said, I got a lot, a lot of thank you, sir. We appreciate that, sir. I got mm-hmm. a lot of that. So so now I'm getting, I'm at the base of the Capitol. I'm across the street from the Capitol. Wow. At the base of the stairs, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with the area. It's like, a, it's like a greenhouse at the bottom of the hill, at the bottom yep. of the Capitol. Mm-hmm. I'm behind the greenhouse. Okay. So I can't see, I can't see two-thirds of the stairs and the front door where they're walking out. But I can see... The, the, like if you're facing the Capitol, the stairs were in like a 
the stands on each side of the stairs. Mm -hmm. I could see the stands on the left side, okay, but not the stairs, not the right side. Mm -hmm. And I could hear the PA. There's a PA system that's there at the base, at the, the Capitol steps. And there's another one further down on the mall. Mm -hmm. Only problem was they were turning that on and off. It wasn't on all the time because I guess um, they didn't want to encourage people to come down. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was kind of cool. The first thing I heard was, ladies and gentlemen, Vice President Dan Quayle. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear that. And then, and then the wind started blowing back and forth, right? And then when the wind blew, you couldn't hear right away because I, I thought somebody said, ladies and gentlemen, homie the clown. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, homie wouldn't be, homie don't play that. He wouldn't have been there. Right. So <laughs> here's a couple of things. Here's a couple of takeaways. First of all, they didn't really expect any people to come down because there was no porta potties. Okay. No, no porta potties mm -hmm. that were accessible to the public. Now, behind these fences, and all this barbed wire, you could see like 10 on each side of the street with the National Guard. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you didn't be, know what was happening- all day, so they needed it. Right, right. But if you didn't know what was happening, you swear they were guarding these porta parties, right? With heavy <laughs> artillery. <laughs> I said, these must be some important porta parties, right? But I didn't tell them that. I didn't, I didn't want to say that to them, right? Because you know, they had weapons and one mm -hmm. of them might snap. Who knows, exactly. right? <laughs> and, <laughs> but, but, um, I heard uh, quite clearly uh, Lady Gaga's rendition of the uh, of Star Spangled Banner. Oh my gosh, was, she was great. It was, oh, it was, was awesome. Great. And by this time, the crowd had maxed out where I was standing. It had okay. maxed out to like 20 people. Oh, wow. I'm serious. Oh, man, people. this was the one to go to then. This was the inauguration to go this, to. This was great. I mean, I didn't see anything, but I did have my phone. I was live streaming WTOP radio, and, you know, it wasn't exactly synced up, but I saw what was happening, right? Right, right, right. Now the downside. Okay. Like me, you know, whatever they did to discourage people from coming worked because it took me no time. I was down there and parked from my house in less than 20 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Less than 20. Wow. But because I got there so early, I had to stand there quite a bit of time. <laughs> and brother was cold. I'm telling you, right? I had I had like a I had my my uh, under armor and all that. The only mm -hmm. thing not thinking ahead was a pair of uh, thermal gloves. If I had oh, some like some okay. ski gloves or something mm -hmm. like that, I've been still down there, right? Yeah, you'd but, be okay. So <laughs> listening to this show uh, and, and aren't black and may not know any black people. Black people don't like cold. We, yeah, not, no, no, know, no, no, we don't like cold. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't dislike it, but if I had my choice, <laughs> give me a <laughs> roaring fire, fire right? You know. Exactly. Oh yeah, and we can say that, by the way. You know, you all can say that. But uh, <laughs> 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 we kid because we love. Um, yeah, yeah, but but it was it was an amazing thing, right? I, uh, Senator Harris was so soft spoken. I stayed through her. Mm -hmm. um, I actually stood there to hear her take the oath. Um, uh, now President Biden took his, I said, well, it's about time for me to start wandering away, right? Because <laughs> I was I was a block away from Pennsylvania Avenue proper. And you know, when they leave, they were gonna go down Pennsylvania Avenue. And I would have literally had to go, I'd say a good 15 blocks to get to a point of access where I can see Pennsylvania Avenue. And oh, there was wow. no need for me to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you right, know, because right, right. they weren't on my schedule, right? You know, they weren't saying, oh man, Kevin's gonna be here in 15 minutes. Come on, Kevin, let me get hurry up, right? You know, <laughs> right? It was that wasn't happening. Yeah, let's hold, but, the, but, let's hold the motorcade. We've got to wait for Kevin to get walk yeah, back across. Yeah, to get you know, I wanted to do the Al Roker thing, Mr. President. Yo, what's up? What's up? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I would say uh, you know, they they 
I guess whatever reason they had for telling people to stay away, uh, it worked because because people stayed away. I just couldn't let them have my city like that. You know, mm -hmm. I said, you know, mm -hmm. y'all stay away if you want to. I'll be there. I'll represent. If y'all need somebody fearless, you know, I'm not a superhero. I'm just a guy. But that's what this I mean, country is about. I was, you know, it was interesting because last week, I mean, you know, you were infuriated. You were like, no, 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 no. It's no not to go down there. I'm going down there. Like, <laughs> I've never seen that part of Kevin, but I mean, you were determined and you went. And, right. and I'm glad you did. And I'm glad yeah, you were I, able to report on it here on the Federal Football Report because it is the Federal Football Report. That's right. And I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I had a chance to talk through the troops. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that, uh, I guess, a couple of residents, uh, they were, you know, they were obviously residents because they were walking the dog. One, one couple had a baby out there, though. I said, <laughs> uh, I don't know, you know. You know Too you cold. Can tell mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can tell him when, the, when he's like 18. Yeah, I had you out there in the cold. <laughs> then you can sue them or whatever, right? You know, a couple of people had signs up when they took the oath. There were the 20 people that were there cheered openly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, quite proud when they, when the uh, when the Star Spangled Banner was there and all the troops turned around and 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 saluted as troops do, mm -hmm. right? You mm -hmm. know, that was that was a moving moment. But but the eeriness of the town, of the ghost town, of the I am legend, the 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 dead, the dead city. I mean, there was mm -hmm. nothing, had no birds, no squirrels, <laughs> nothing Everybody was down there. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's weird but, in DC when there aren't any pigeons around. Oh yeah, that's that all very weird. That's very <laughs> weird. So I don't, I don't know, for whatever reason, but uh, you know, whatever reason they shut it down, they, they did the best they could. I guess they said to themselves, well, we know Kevin's coming, so we'll allow for that. But right. <laughs> but I, I was out there longer than I thought I was going to be out there. <laughs> you yeah, know, nice. and you home. got close. I mean, you got closer than I thought you'd get. You got real close. Exactly. You, were, you were there. You were you were right there. <laughs> I was there. I was there. So uh, you know, I got a story to tell. Um, uh, you know, and it was easier walking back because a tremendous weight was lifted off the city's shoulders. <laughs> you know, right. The interesting thing is, I don't live that far from Andrews Air Force Base, and I thought there was going to be a big commotion because the former president was coming out here for his send-off, but it was, it went away, he went away with a whimper. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, you know, there just wasn't, apparently there just wasn't even a lot of people there either, and yeah, there was no traffic block because of that. That's fine. Yeah. As a matter of fact, don't block, let's get everyone off the road so we can make it quicker <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get there again. <laughs> Although I mean, I guess I mean he got on the helicopter, so I mean he didn't necessarily need any um any mobile transportation as far as yeah. cars. But now I was gonna say there's a rumor that happened way back in the days before your times that uh you know because the the motorcade used to come cross that bridge over in mm -hmm. the southeast, go through southeast up Suitland Parkway to get to Andrews. Mm -hmm. But um, one time Jackie Kennedy was in the motorcade and she said, "Nah, I don't think so." <laughs> you know, from that moment on, they took the helicopter. That's the rumor. <laughs> And I can't, I can't disavow it. You know, that's the rumor. Right? <laughs> Whether you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of rumors, let's jump over to football because this is the Federal Football Report. We talk all things federal, all things football. Um, so uh, speaking of rumors, there's rumors going on right now. You know what? Let's just actually even jump into fake news and that. Okay, let's just do this right now. It's time for fake news. Or not. Uh, do that. Three statements. Because if there's one thing that the former president has left us is the is 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 this uh, this fixation with fake news and alternative facts, and so uh, we, we're going to continue this segment because America loves it so much. And so the, the last four years was worth this segment coming up with fake news. <laughs> right. So I got three segments coming out of Washington. Uh, Kevin, let me know whether it's fake news or not. I am still having uh, the statement number one. Kevin, I'm still hearing rumors. 
that the team is still kind of thinking Deshaun Watson might be in play for a trade, and it doesn't look like Houston's going to be able to keep him. Fake news or not? Fake news. Okay. Fake news. As much as I would love to see that, I, I think a couple of things here. This is just half is my football IQ. Other half is just my gut. Mm-hmm. I think football IQ-wise that the cost would be kind of high. I think that they saw what they could do in the NFC East last year without a stable quarterback uh, position. And this is my gut coming in now. I think that, that Ron Rivera has gone through the, the, the superstar quarterback experience. Okay. And I think he'd rather not have it anymore. I, I think that he'd rather have a guy who's dependent on him rather than a guy he's dependent on. I, I just I just have that, that gut feeling from what I've seen of this guy so far. So I'm thinking that's fake news. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson. Every time I think of Deshaun Watson, I think that uh, that O'Brien actually started Mike Glennon ahead of him that season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Glennon in the first game threw four picks. And they said, oh, maybe not. So, you know, right. uh, would love to see a uh, man of that that talent who apparently, if you look at the look at his games, Apparently, it's still getting better. <laughs> that's, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a frightening thing. I think he's what twenty six or something around in there. Man, that's it. Would love to have it have it happen, but that's fake news. It's not. You know, it's not going to happen. We just want to stick with our knees. You know. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, there you go. That's our uh, man. Sta- right. Statement number two: Chase Young uh, won the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year award from the Pro Football Writers of America. Now, that's not the big one, uh, but mm-hmm. he did win that. Win that one. This means that he is all but a shoe-in for the big one, for the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. That's fake news. That's actually fake news. I think that that he had a great year. I think that you can't – that you can argue him being the rookie of the year. But I think at the end of the year – he became a victim of his own his own success. I think that the, which really showed in the in the Tampa game. I think that I think that the, the things that got him there, the the hard work that got him there, wasn't evidence in the Tampa game. I think he thought he was just going to show up and win. He had, mm-hmm. he didn't apply himself, and I think that if he had showed out a little bit in that in that game, uh, I think that it would be a lock. But I think now he has given his detractors a reason not to vote for him. Although I still think he is. I think he's a defensive rookie of the year. So that's that's fake news. I'm still giving you that as fake news. All right. And statement number three, uh, just found out that six coaches on the Washington football team staff has come down with COVID-19. They should be fine the way uh, the, the way Dwayne Haskins was uh, and treated the same way. Fake news or not? That's <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's that's news. That's news. They should be. <laughs> they should be. They won't. <laughs> they won't. They won't. And this is the only place you you like. You brought it up, man. You say that that Dwayne went through all this and didn't have COVID. <laughs> Never uh-huh. tested positive, right? You know, <laughs> right. And just, for what we know, neither did the strippers. <laughs> that's right. That's they right. didn't test now, positive either. We got our sources, but we're not going to let you have them. <laughs> you get your own sources. But, exactly. yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and the league has done a masterful job. The NBA is doing it. The NHL is trying. They're all trying to do it. Uh-huh. They've always put all the burden and responsibility of contracting COVID on the player. 
mm-hmm. right? You know, they they have their guidelines and what they call, you know, they're supposed to abide by the social distancing and all that. But they've made the public believe that if the player catches it, it's the player's fault. The player must have done mm-hmm. something wrong, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the league putting them in a position where it's easier to ob- obtain COVID, right? <laughs> right? By playing a contact sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, that has nothing right. to do with it, according to what the league and, and television and broadcasting and the media has done, right? It's the, all the onus is on the player, right? And like right now, as we speak, the last thing I heard was like, five of the Washington Wizards have uh, tested positive. Uh, yeah, it was six yeah. at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. and, and right now, in almost two weeks. And as of this recording, the Washington Capitals have been fined a hundred thousand dollars by the NHL for breaking the COVID po- protocol. Right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. See, and this is what we could have expected. I mean, you know, the, the, number one, you know, you don't expect to have a season without interruption. That's the first thing, you know, and so right. we expect that. But then number two, and I don't think anyone's talked about this, which is why this is the number one sports podcast in in the nation, uh, in right, the world, right. really. It is because it is that once you get into the flow of things, there's going to become a natural um, feeling of comfort that people get from doing things repeatedly over and over. And so once you start the season, uh, even with small interruptions, people are going to get used to the fact that, okay, now we're doing this, the season is going on and they will let their guard down. That's just what's going to happen. And that's why you see, you know, players now with the caps getting fined because they weren't wearing a mask because the diligence that happens when you first start is so high that once you kind of get into the routine of something, it just becomes normal and you forget about it and you don't take the same precautions. That's, that's what happens. And I mean, the NBA did what they did with the bubble last year, but you didn't have all the teams in it and you didn't have to play the entire season and playoffs. So it was easier to, to execute it. And like you said, why do we have to even play? If a player gets COVID, why all of a sudden it's because it's his fault and he did something wrong because there's no way he would have got it if he would have just did exactly what the league told him to do. People caught this thing. Yeah, people caught this thing just by, and, and they were home most of the time. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's not, you're not a villain if you catch it. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't understand this whole, we're going to find you because you caught it. It's like, listen, if he's wearing the mask and doing the proper protocol, I don't understand where the fire comes from because someone catches COVID-19. I mean, people are going to be people. I mean, it is what it, it is. I, I just, I look at, you look at like, if there's a quarterback gets sacked and the ball comes out and you got 10, you got 10 big guys diving in a pile trying to get the ball. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite sure they're breathing while they're in that pile. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't, yeah. you know, it's just, you know, I've, I've, plus it's the fact that the league is presenting some type of a of, of, of image of normalcy mm-hmm. in an in a unnormal situation. I yep. mean, this is, you yep. know, we still have to be diligent about this thing if we're going to come out of this thing. But just watching the game, watching the NBA game, even with the fake people in the stands, yeah, yeah. allowing allowing 10,000 people to say, oh, because it's a playoff game, you know, you know, either this thing is real or it's not. Right, and right. The, the more we act like it is real, the, the sooner we're gonna get out of it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, as far as the the, the five or however how many coaches of the Burgundy and Gold just happened to catch it from a doorknob or whatever, <laughs> right? You know, mm-hmm. no, they should. You know, I was gonna say they should they should find them like they find Dwayne Haskins, but Dwayne never tested positive, so. Uh, yeah. What they should do is hire Dwayne as a consultant to see how Dwayne can do everything <laughs> he did and not catch. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you know, he still needs a job. He hasn't been picked up by a team yet, and so yeah, maybe right, he can right, right. The, the the league's COVID nineteen um, <laughs> or whatever you want to call him, yeah, yeah. counselor or whatever. He, he can be their advocate for <laughs> for, for so. That. 
Yeah, so, one, one more Dwayne-related thing. Do you think that Urban Meyer is going to give him a shot? Do you think that- He might. He might. Yeah. Why not? Why not? It can't I mean, hurt to put be... him on the roster. They don't have anybody else down there. You know, what, because, you know, you feel like you're good with Gardner Minshew? Like, no. So, yeah, of course. I mean, and, and what's, the, what's the harm? You know, I think Jacksonville has the first pick or does, New, or does the Jets. I think Jacksonville does. I mean, you know, you get Trevor Lawrence. You let Trevor Lawrence and Dwayne Haskins, and then and then suppose you bring on a veteran quarterback. And it, I mean, think about na- just name a veteran quarterback. It, it could be suppose you even bring in an Andy Dalton or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And you have Dalton, you've got Dwayne Haskins, and you've got Trevor Lawrence. That's okay. You know, you've got your yeah, veteran yeah. to kind of train up the young boys. You've got Trevor Lawrence, who seems like he's going to be the guy. And then you still have Dwayne as a project, just in case he turns out to be something. You at least have trade bait, or if he turns out to be decent, you've got a good backup for Trevor Lawrence. I, of course, absolutely. And yeah, all this yeah. draft talk reminds me of how y- we did a live draft show last year. Well, by live, I mean we recorded the show while we were watching the draft. You, right, you, right, right, right. Me, right. you, and Rodney. That was fun. We should do that again this year. Absolutely, absolutely. Ooh, so we'll you know what we should do? We should do a draft show where we, because I can, I can set it up where we do it live on Zoom. We send the link out to everybody. They can watch. They won't be able to comment. They can chat, but they won't be able to comment. They can watch us do the draft show live. Might as well. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. we're better than everybody else. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. we got fun. some things happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm also excited about the upcoming schedule because um, the Burgundy and Gold goes to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. You know, I know really? our good friend Ryan Popovich. Yeah, he's mm. welcoming us with open arms, right? I was going to say, if there is travel, I think we may want to do that. Yeah, I we want to do that, there. right? He said that he'd open the door for us, at, at least one. <laughs> you know, Which so... Door? <laughs> I don't know which door it is. We oh, better well. check before Ryan. <laughs> it might be an exit door. We better. <laughs> okay, Ryan, look into that for us. Just yeah, do a little. We got to do a little pre pregame scouting there, right? Look, I went to the inauguration. I think I can handle Vegas. Okay, yeah, because right, so then we can do the show live out there after the game. Yeah, we can did. go somewhere and record. That'd right, I think Ryan's garage would be a good place. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, we could just record right there in his garage. <laughs> That'd right, be fun. Right. You got any movies? Right. Anything you want to review before we? we well, we up? want to do a shout out to uh, his wife Marcy, by the way, because I know she's listening. Marcy, we we got your back. We got your back. You know, that's that's all you need to know. We got your back. All right, you know. <laughs> Claire's going with you because in Vegas, his wife Marcy, she she listens. Yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, oh yeah, she listens, right? Absolutely. Why am Absolutely, I? Why am I surprised? Know? They are literally hundreds of thousands of people that listen to this shit. Listen, to yep, this yep. Shit. on a minutely basis. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> of course, she listens. Yeah. So there's your well, shout no, out, I haven't. Folks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. That's right. I have not. Uh, I have not not seen any movies. But I, I did see uh, Tenet, or Tenet, however you pronounce it, right? Yeah, <laughs> one, of the, <laughs> one of the two. And that was, uh, I, I, I watched it, uh, but I didn't hear it because it was so, the, the sound quality was just so awful, man. What's wrong with this dude, man? Uh, 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 God, what's his name? Christopher Nolan. It was just horrible. I had, you know what? This is the truth. I had, for the climax, I had to go back turn closed captioning on my television <laughs> so I can understand what they were saying. And then I said, oh, okay, that's cool. I got it. But it was actually pretty good, pretty entertaining. Um, uh, David Washington, Denzel Washington's son, okay. he's a star. He he's is. a star. He oh, is a star, oh, man. He's okay. got he's got that swagger, you know. Okay. I guess, you know, I guess he got it from Pops, but right. But he had some he has some one-liners and and uh it's it's um 
<laughs> it's a complex kind of movie, but if you understand what's going on, you still have a ton of questions, but unless you're in the room with Christopher Nolan, nobody can answer, <laughs> <laughs> can answer for you. But, but I, I highly recommend that, but okay. closed captioning, so it'll be like, uh, just like you were watching uh, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, <laughs> like it's subtitles, an a, a English movie. Well, in a movie in English mm -hmm. with subtitles is basically what you could be watching, right? And here's the thing, like, I mean, and I've seen shows that that have that issue. Where it's like, I can't understand what anybody is saying, uh, you know, because it's, 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 and it's not that it's low. It's just that you, it's, and you can't, un, you can't comprehend what they're saying because it's, it's just something with the sound quality. Yeah. I mean, yeah. then turn the surround sound, it's all the way up, but I hear more background sound and cars driving by, and, and, and that's more clear than what the people are saying. It's like, this is, the audio is bad. And then there are some scenes where it's supposed to be night, but it's too dark to really see what's going on. It's <laughs> like, right. I can't, like, what's happening? I can't see what's anything. Right? Yeah. <laughs> there was one scene in the movie where people were talking wearing oxygen masks, right? How are you supposed to know what you're saying? Is it, Come on, man. You know? But I still recommend it, you know. <laughs> didn't like much about the movie it. outside of Denzel's son, but he still recommends yeah. it. Yeah, me. yeah. It was, it was kind of fun. Now, you know, it's a sci-fi thing. It was, it was like the way they did it was cool enough that my wife actually, who's not a sci-fi aficionado, mm -hmm. she sat there and watched it, but but Denzel got that swagger, the way he approached the role, and the Robert Paddington, Patterson, Patterson, mm -hmm. whatever, the vampire dude, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, as we in the, in the trade call him, the vampire dude, uh -huh. you know, who's, who's allegedly going to be the next Bruce Wayne in the next Batman series. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, which uh, maybe, maybe not, you know, I just, you know, I didn't even see that. Uh, I don't know. I don't okay. see it. I don't we'll see, see it. it. I didn't see we'll Bill. Yeah. Do you, do you have HBO Max or HBO at all? Because I don't have HBO. I, ha I have it on my phone, but I just think it's ridiculous to watch TV on my phone. So I haven't, I haven't <laughs> used it. Because haven't there's used so many it. things out on HBO Max that I want to see, um, but I don't have it. And so what I'm thinking about doing is writing down a list of things that I want to see that's on HBO Max. I know, and I'm speaking of Denzel, he's coming out with something that's only going to be available on HBO Max uh, later this month. Um, about later this month because it's what's the twenty first. I mean next week, and yeah, so yeah, I want to. Yeah, so I think my, my plan is going to be is to to keep a tab, a list of all the things I want to watch, like Wonder Woman eighty four, this new Denzel movie, uh, this Tiger Woods documentary part one and part two. These are the four things that I've got written down so far. Once that list gets to gets to like ten, I'm going to subscribe to it for fifteen dollars, watch all of it, and then <laughs> and then cancel the subscription. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to take a month to watch all the things that are on there. And then cancel it again until some other stuff comes out. Then I'll pay fifteen dollars to binge watch all the stuff that I want to see. In yeah, yeah. You know, I have it part. It's all about part gaming of my the system agency. here, man, because the system's been gaming us. That's so it's right, time to game the right. system. We got to pay for cable. Then you got to pay for internet. And then Disney takes all their stuff off, and you got to get Disney Plus. And then you got to get That's HBO right. Max. Then you got to get all these other streaming services. It's like, well, you know, before you know it, you're paying three hundred dollars for television. Hey, not me, man. I'm still Move watching on. the reruns of Family Matters. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. I'm good. I'm good. And there you have it, folks. Real quick, NFC uh, uh, Championship Weekend. I guess we got to talk about some some football that's still happening. Um, let's just get your thoughts and predictions. You got Tom Brady, the ageless one, the GOAT. I, I mean, two years ago, I said he was the GOAT. Nothing's changed for me. Brady, I mean, you know, we can talk Montana if people want, I, you know, but Brady's the GOAT. Um, uh, going to uh, Green Bay, take on Aaron Rodgers. Uh who no one would argue is a great quarterback, but folks, he's only got one Super Bowl. Uh, you know, basically repeating what Brett Favre did, you know, being a great quarterback for a team for a long time, winning one Super Bowl. 
Um, uh, uh, they're, they're, I think they're the, they're the early game. So what do you see happening in this Tampa Bay Green Bay game? Well, I'm, um, there's a lot of talent in, 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 in this game, um, mm-hmm. especially on the Tampa Bay side of the ball. Um, I will say that a, a little-known quarterback threw 23 points up on them. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm liking uh, I'm liking Rodgers in this one because I just think that um, with you know with the coaching carousel up there that he's a little bit more in control and he has a a, a better um, not better because Brady is basically the same way in Tampa Bay. You know, say so as far as with the, the offense, but I, I just think that. Um, that the, the intangible, I think the fact that they'll be able to have some stands, uh, fans in the stands in Green Bay, I think that'll be enough to push them over the edge. I'm looking for a, a 31-27 uh, uh, game, Green Bay coming out on top. Okay, there you go. And then the second game, you've got um, Kansas City Chiefs uh, uh, and, and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and I saw that uh, in Buffalo, for this, at least for this week, they pulled, all, they pulled the, uh, uh, the KFC, uh, um, um, what do you call it, the... Uh, um, a barbecue sauce off the off the shelves <laughs> in Buffalo. They don't want anything Kansas City like that. You know, all these kind of funny, goofy things happening. You know, governors and mayors. You know, they make bets and stuff yeah. like this. So, yeah. how do you see this game playing? I, I guess a lot just depends on on Patrick Mahomes and how he's feeling. Well, you know, I've been going back and forth on Twitter with a couple of uh, Kansas City fans, and the narrative they're trying to push is that he did not suffer a concussion, mm-hmm. but his uh, oxygen supply was depleted because they pretty much put him in a chokehold to tackle him and that's why he was woozy because it was just like the chokehold they used to use on on people in in southeast washington back in the <laughs> back in the 90s now i i i said well the chokeholds i've experienced or seen rather <laughs> you just go out you don't just walk off woozy and stuff you're just right, unconscious right. that it carry mm-hmm. you off right so um i i think that that's the narrative to try to to um, to circumvent the concussion protocol, he was in concussion protocol, mm-hmm. but doing but doing very well. Because um, I'm gonna I, say like I, this: if Mahomes doesn't play, they're not winning that game. Unless they do, they have to really pull a rabbit out of the hat. I mean, the, can they sign Tyler Heineke? <laughs> can they call him up? And say, hey, are you still playing with the Washington football team? Can you? Uh... Now, you know what? I believe he's a free agent. I believe that kid's a free agent. <laughs> I believe that they can actually sign him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, you know, it's going to be, if all things being considered, uh, I think it's going to be a good game. I just like Kansas City. I like, I like the, I like, uh, you know, their experience in the big moment. I mean, nothing, you look at the games they won in the playoffs last year, nothing seems to rattle these guys. Each game in the playoffs, they were down by double digits every single game last year in the playoffs. And they came back and won every single one of them. Like it was so, you know, And they were down in San Francisco in the Super Bowl and they just came back. That's right. Absolutely. Double digits. That's right. That's right. So I'm looking at Kansas City to pull this one off. I just think the experience factor, you know, the, the, you know, the wild card being uh, Mahomes health, right? If he's you know, because truth be told, he didn't have his greatest year this year. Right, um, right. You know, but still, Mahomes having a bad year is better than most teams. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> you know, yep. so, uh, but they've relied, you know, they learned to rely on, on the team effort as opposed to having one superstar. So I'm looking for Kansas City. I'm looking for the the, the Green Bay-Kansas City matchup, which would be a, a repeat of Super Bowl 
one, right? One or two. I'm trying to think. I think uh, it was one. Kansas City. It was either Bay. one or two, but you know, it's before my time. No, not really before my time. I just don't remember. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm kind of yeah. with you on that that Green Bay Kansas City thing, but there's just something inside me that says, you know, I can't. Don't count out Tom Brady. You know. Yeah. And and man, if you know, first of all, if Tampa if Tampa Bay goes to the Super Bowl, whether they win or not, if Brady gets them to the Super Bowl. Let's let's again. I said this before. Let's stop with the goat discussion, okay? Right, He's the right, greatest right, right. quarterback of all time, okay? Period. Yeah, right. And if he and, and then if he goes and and wins, then there's at least two to three year pressure on Belichick to get back to a Super Bowl to prove <laughs> that it wasn't just Brady, right? And then right. if Brady wins, Brady's Brady can play the next two to three years if he wants to without any pressure to win anything else at all. He can just say, oh, you know what? They're, but it's like if they bring all that talent back and keep the offensive line healthy, who's to say they won't be right back in the situation the next year? Imagine they if Brady do does win the Super talent. Bowl. I mean, he hasn't won anything yet. But they beat Green Bay earlier this year. Now, granted, that wasn't Tampa Bay, and this is going to be in Green Bay, but Brady knows how to play in cold weather. He played in, in Boston for all these years, you know? So, uh, I don't who, know. I'm kind of rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. I don't who would have thought at the beginning of this year that Antonio Brown will <laughs> be playing in a title game, right? You know, mm-hmm. who would have thought mm-hmm. that, man? Incredible. That's Imagine just simply that. incredible, man. You know, so you know, Arians gotta be a coach of the year for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's that's just, I mean, he was this dude was out of the game. He was out. Right. The dude couldn't right. play for John Gruden. He was he was out. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So that's an amazing story right there, man. So yeah, this is a fun thing. I hope everybody stays healthy, comes out of it healthy. Um, you know, maybe they'll get some shots beforehand. Who knows? Whatever, right? But it's it's this is gonna be a fun weekend. There you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll be back next week uh with our championship recap and our Super Bowl preview. And then the following week we'll have another Super Bowl preview because it's a week <laughs> off between. And so we'll do two Super Bowl previews. Uh, That's right. for you and we'll keep you posted on all things football and all things federal because it is the federal football report 